Welcome to Podcast Utilities Fortnightly, where we take deep dives into utility regulation and policy with insightful analytics. This is our sixth podcast, this one with the Fortnightly Electricity Report for the two fortnights through April 28th. Steve Mitnick and Kevin Hinckley take us through the analysis, with Alexandra Revel asking them the questions. Were there big takeaways from the second edition of the Fortnightly Electricity Report? You bet, Alex. There was a lot of big news in this report, which we published for the Public Utilities Fortnightly community on Thursday, April 30. This report covered the two fortnights, that is the four weeks, through Tuesday, April 28. You know, the Puff team always likes to think in terms of fortnights. The first piece of big news is that During April 1st through the 28th, electricity use in the continental U.S. was down by 4.9% as compared to April 1 through 28 of the prior year in 2019. It's a nearly 5% drop, and a drop this large nationally is undoubtedly from the virus crisis. Some regions and states were much more impacted, right? I'll take that question, Steve. We have seen that different regions are showing different levels of response here. Electricity use in Southern Company's part of the Southeast, for instance, was down 9.9%. The Carolinas were down 8.3%. MISO was down 7.9%. And the New York ISO was down 7.5%. On the other hand, electricity usage in Florida and ERCOT, which is most of Texas, was actually up. By a small amount, yes, but still up by 3% in Florida, and by 1.2% in ERCOT as compared to April of 2019. Any other big takeaways, guys? The biggest news in this second edition of the fortnightly electricity report, Alex, concerns coal plant generation and carbon dioxide emissions. First, let's talk about coal plant generation. The coal plants in the lower 48 states produced a remarkable 31.1% less electricity in April 1 through April 28 of 2020 than in April 1 through April 28 of 2019. Just stop and think about that. 31.1% is nearly one-third. This means that the coal plants produced this April about two-thirds of the megawatt hours they produced last April. In MISO and PJM, which together account for half of the coal generation in the continental U.S., coal plants produce 33% less in MISO year-over-year and 37% less in PJM. The coal plants must have a much smaller market share now. That'd be a correct assumption, Alex. Coal plants produce just 15.4% of the total electricity generated during the period we analyzed. The Puff team estimates that might be the lowest percentage for the nation's coal plants since before World War II back in the 1930s. Coal's market share was higher in MISO than any of the other 12 regions in the continental U.S., but even there, coal's share was just 29%. Why has coal generation fallen to such low levels? Well, as we said, electricity use is down, and some competing sources of generation, such as nuclear, are steady, and don't go down with electricity use, squeezing the market share for coal. Indeed, nuclear generation has exceeded coal generation on all but 11 days in 2020 through April 28. 
and even wind generation exceeded coal generation on three days in March and April, something that has never happened before. But it must be the case that the unusually low price of natural gas is favoring gas plants over coal plants. This is likely playing an important role in coal's fall. This must mean a boost for zero emission plants. Absolutely, Alex. The share of total electricity generation by zero emission sources, that is nuclear, hydro, wind, and solar, was 44.3% in the four-week period ending April 28th. That's perhaps a record high for the country. It's rare for the nation's zero emission sources to be in the neighborhood of 40%, let alone rise as high as this. And Steve, you said there was also big news on carbon dioxide emissions in this edition of the fortnightly electricity report. We estimate that the U.S. power generation sector emitted 78 million metric tons of the climate change gas carbon dioxide during the four weeks. That's down a remarkable 15.7% from the same period of last year. 44% of all the U.S. grid's carbon dioxide emissions were from MISO and PJM this April. While these two mega-RTOs generated 37% of all the grid's electricity. But MISO emissions were down by 23% from last April, and PJMs were down by 18%. So we had a much cleaner grid this April? That's right, Alex. The grid's carbon intensity fell to 7 tenths of a pound of carbon dioxide per kilowatt hour this April. That's a 10% decrease from last year. In contrast, the grid's carbon intensity in calendar year 2018 was around one pound of carbon dioxide per kilowatt hour. Now, April can tend to have a somewhat lower carbon intensity relative to the calendar year overall, but nonetheless, the grid's carbon intensity these days is clearly near or at record low levels. Particularly low carbon intensities this April, well below half a pound per kilowatt hour, were in California, the Carolinas, the New York ISO, and TVA and ISO New England was right at half a pound. Okay, that was big news. What comes next? We'll publish the third edition of the Fortnightly Electricity Report, covering the fortnight of April 29 through May 12, just two days after the period ends on May 14. That report will reflect three fortnights of near total shelter-in-place nationally and the full effect of the coronavirus crisis on electricity usage and the grid. Stay tuned, Alex. We hope you enjoyed this second edition of the Fortnightly Electricity Report and go on to equally enjoy our forthcoming podcasts on utility, regulation, and policy. This podcast is a service of Lines Up Inc., publisher of Public Utilities Fortnightly.